You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Stop uh, it. And he always makes me smile. Stop it. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> How much my mind is not on Valentine's Actually, Day right we're now. Recording, we're recording this the night before. Valentine's Day Eve. Right. right, right. Valentine's Day yeah. Eve, and, and, and you it's were been out. a long. Day. I sat. <laughs> I sat. I sat. I stayed home today and worked on the couch. But I sat in one spot on the couch for twelve hours. I didn't. I forgot to go to the bathroom. I didn't drink any water. Oh, I didn't need anything. It. No, it's just there was so much to get done today, Terry. But you still have to drink water and I'm go gonna, to the bathroom. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold me during a podcast. I yeah, sure I can. <laughs> Apparently you can. Yes. <laughs> But uh, we had we. I mean, it's 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 only Thursday. It's going to be Friday by the time everybody hears this. But um, we had what a, a week. Yes, right. We had a big week, an emotional week, and uh, it. I I haven't really stopped and processed. I'm one of those people that it takes me a little while to process things. Yeah. So I usually I set it aside until I have the the space and the time. Right. And. Um, Tonight, you know, um, you uncharacteristically had a drink of cachaça. Is that what that's called? From Brazil. <laughs> you know what? I haven't even had that any. That bottle's been in there for like 10 years, I think. Right. And I haven't had any drink, like any alcohol since, since June. Yeah. And so I literally had a sip. <laughs> 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 and I'm so emotional because, um, so yesterday, yeah. we signed the papers basically. Well, we've been waiting for uh, an unusually long period of time for Katie and Emma to sign those papers. To sign the papers, uh, basically, uh, it's it's the, the next step is we have a, a day in court and we adopt the girls. Right, That's the next step. And it's and it's interesting because so they came back to us. They came to us for the first time in March two thousand eighteen, and they stay with us until. October 2018, where they we were supposed to be just a family that would give them a place to live until they went to their forever family. That was the whole story. Without because giving the forever family was out of state, yeah, and so there's a we can't give there. too much. Yeah, we can't I think, give much detail. Detail, yeah. but yeah. that's kind of the scenario. And then they left in October, and it was so sad, and and then. In February, Jesse cried. Oh, we cried. Gosh. It was heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking, and it was the house was so quiet. Yeah, and it was yeah, it, it it was terrible, and it was the holidays, and we tried to fill it with a lot of, you know, getting busy kind of stuff, but it was well, not getting busy, but <laughs> <laughs> being busy, busying ourselves. How's that? Okay, is that a, a language thing? <laughs> I apologize. Um. But then Trying we got it. Getting busy. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then, <laughs> just straight you know, very rapidly from the whole of a story. foster parenting no, ideal there. E Elaine was telling me a story today that one of her girls that she does makeup, she's a kindergarten teacher. Uh -huh. And she's like, Ollie sits in Elaine's chair 
for makeup and tell this story. And then she said that this one little kid said, oh, this morning we're, we're late for school because I walk into the room and mommy and daddy were play, playing leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> that's what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. It's pretty quick to come up with that, right? Right? Oh, we're playing leapfrog. Maybe they had in their, like, bank. Okay, if this happens, this is what <laughs> yeah, we'll say. Here's your go-to. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a call last February, exactly a year ago. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it didn't work out out there. And they're coming back. Mm -hmm. Do you guys... Do we want them? Do we want them? Which is... is an unequivocal yes. Right? Like, just the fact that somebody is calling you and asking you that question, that mm -hmm. is so heartbreaking, like, on so many levels. And this is the part that nobody understands, is that there's never a right time. So, I remember when I was very young, and my mom actually, she and I butt heads in a lot of things, but there's... Really? <laughs> but there's... There's a lot of things that, you know, she taught me and she said I was right. And one, one time she told me, she's like, there's never the right time to have kids mm -hmm. because it's never the right time. You were too busy. It, it finances, like it could be a number of things. Things but could always be better, always more organized. Always, exactly. Always, and so <clears throat> February. So when you come, you just figure it out. February last year, it was not a good time, but there was not a second. I remember getting the phone call and I said, I have to call my husband and I'll call you back. <laughs> and I already knew, cause I, I know Terry Goodlad, you know, he <laughs> is big, strong and tough, but he has the kindest heart. And so anyway, I call him and I'm like, you're not gonna believe what's got, what happened. And he's like, yes, just say yes. So we said, yes, they, they actually flew me out to where they were mm -hmm. um, because as it happens, there was a new caseworker in the case. So they, if I didn't go there to pick them up, they were gonna get picked up by a stranger. Right. And you can imagine being at that point, two and three years old. Well, and to, to give this whole story some context, you know, with the documents we have are literally, I would say an inch, inch and a half thick. Oh, easily inch child. and a half to two inches thick. On yeah. each child. Yes. And we had to go through and initial every page and we went through and read every page. Yeah. And uh, part of this whole thing, we're just foster parents, right? And foster parents are a lot like mushrooms. You know, they cover you in crap and leave you in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we're not, we don't have access to their, history. their health history, their life history, the family knowledge. We don't get any they of that. They just house them here. Right. And, and we just do, do what we're we supposed to We get the least needed to take care of them at that point in time. And, you know. Right. It, which which kind of, I understand the privacy sense, thing. Right. Well, it does make sense, but it doesn't make sense because had we known what we right. know now after seeing these documents, because now we're adopting, now it's full disclosure. Full disclosure. And and so the, 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 the issue is, is that we realize what these girls have been through. And we knew it was a lot before, but we had no idea it was this much. Right. And, uh, and so go on with your story. And so the thing of it is, is that, you know, God told you, you needed to go there. 
You yes. just, not that he speaks to you, but in your heart, you just felt like... Right away. No, no, this is not an option. We have yeah. to go. And I felt the same thing. It's like, no, this is not an option. And I even told the worker, this is not a test drive. This is for good. Right. I said, this is not, you know, we're, we're, Which, whatever issues there are, we'll work through them. We'll figure it out. But the, the girls are staying forever now. Right. You know? And, you know, I flew four hours out there, <laughs> picked them up. At the curb. At the curb. And... um because they were dropped off at the curb. It's, yeah, incredible. And then you so, took them back into the airport. And then we, we went in, we had some hot chocolates. They they, they remember it, you know, mm-hmm. and we had some hot chocolate and like they that. They remember it as mommy came and saved them. Yes. And rescued mommy, them. Mommy came to pick us up. She came back. And and they did. They came home and they, they, they were home. Like they came back and they were home and you could feel and... They couldn't be happier. And of course, this past year has been, because you can imagine, you know, the, the trauma of being a, a little, little person and going through all that, all those changes, nobody explains to you what's going mm-hmm. on. Yep. And so there has been a lot of trauma and a, and a lot of healing. But, and I knew, like you said, I knew they went through a lot, but this looking through the documents and looking through their history since birth, mm-hmm. you were like, well, it's a miracle. And, uh, uh, Anna, it's a miracle that, uh, Emma is alive, alive and thrive, like and thriving, like this child, she was very premature, very, very small. Well, very, no, that's the all problem. Kinds of issues. She wasn't premature. She was full term, but measuring at 33 weeks. Okay. Gotcha. And you know what that is? Yeah. Small nourishment. Yeah. And so it's it, plus it, exposure with, with the, to things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean. And there was like the her health issues at birth were like extremely the, severe. Severe. Yeah. And you look at her now. Like she should be in a wheelchair. Right. Staring at a wall. Right. And I'm going to tell you, you know, uh, when you, when you go through foster classes and you get ready to be a foster parent, they start working on strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so you fill out a page, which this, you know, at first it seems cold, but then you start realizing, no, this is the way it should be. Because if you, if you get something that is more than you can handle, you're not going to be able to handle it. Right. And the thing of it is, is you can, you can be all PC about it. But, right. uh, but the problem is, is that, uh, you're looking after these kids 24 seven finding babysitters is not always easy. Yes. You can like, we have a non-primary caregiver that's somebody who's had a FBI background check. That's Elaine. Right. So Elaine can watch the kids and stay here overnight. Right. The, the other issue is, and yes, they've got something called the normalcy act. And so you can get babysitters for periods of time. But the problem is, is that, uh, getting a babysitter that understands the issues that the kids have and deal with them. So, so we just, we've tried it. It's never worked out. No. <laughs> and so we just don't. And so we're with these kids 24 seven. Other than when Elaine's and around. Other when Elaine's yeah. around. Yeah. And, and when Elaine's here, we have four kids. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, just, just joking. Just joking. She, Elaine's wonderful. If it wasn't for her, I don't know what we'd do. We would never have a break. We'd never have a break. We'd never have a day off. We'd never have a Valentine's Day. Right. Like know? we will tomorrow. Right. And so, and so the thing of it is, is that, uh, you know, you're with them all the time. And so if you're not committed to this, and this is something in your heart that you really want, right. not that, oh, I think I can be okay with it, but something you really want, right. you're going to make it miserable for these kids. Well, They're it's not gonna like, get what they need. I was talking to a friend of mine and going back to the strengths and needs, right? Everybody kind of has in their heart or, or mind what they are ready to tackle. And right. so, so here's the thing. 100% of the cases, the kids will be traumatized because it's not normal to be separated from your birth parents. It's just- Whether they were neglected, starved, abused, anything like that, just the fact they were taken from their parents, they're traumatized. Just the fact, exactly. And then on top of that, there can be other trauma like neglect, abuse, drug exposure, and blah, 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 blah. Or all of the above. Or all, all of the above. And so you're going to be doing with a, with a childhood trauma, and then you can have, you know, uh, disabilities. It could be physical. Now, now, like, <laughs> I remember our licensing worker saying, you know, physical disability can be the, the kid needs glasses. So you can't just rule it all out, but you have to understand, like, your limitations. Mm -hmm. And... I was talking to a friend of mine that she's actually getting licensed. It's a friend of mine from Facebook mm -hmm. and she lives in Las Vegas. We never met in person, but she's been following our story and it, it has been in her heart. And I think for a couple of years and then she finally took the classes and she's getting licensed. And she, we were chatting on Messenger and she's like, you know, the licensing worker came over and she told me there's a real great need for, for teens. She's like, but I was thinking, you know, three to eight and like that. And what I told her is this, you have to go with what, what's in your heart because mm -hmm. there's a great need for all from zero to 18. Go to Child Haven at Christmas time or right. Mother's it, Day or it, any, yeah, it, it's forget all. it. And so I just went, I, I spent all Monday and Tuesday taking this um, course and it's a very extensive course that's another two full days in March about dealing with kids with trauma and healing. Um, and there was a lady there that all she does is teens. She has four in her house right now. She has had 28 kids in the last 20 years wow. like that's and so yes that's she what she could use a nap. that <laughs> she, can use a nap. she could use a nap <laughs> and maybe a little shot of cachaça <laughs> but that's that that's her thing right you know i used to go to visitation when 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 jesse had the visitation when his mom at child haven and it so you stay in a separate room with all the other foster parents and you see you know there's people that their heart their calling is kids with with physical or mental challenges mm -hmm. or disabilities and and that's that's their passion you know you can see it with all of that said i went through emma's papers so, today well, well when you get licensed just to close that story up when you get licensed you you list out at the end of the class before you get licensed 
when you take the course, <clears throat> what your strengths and needs are and right. the things that you know you can do well with and right. and the things that you can't, you put them down there. And, it, and it's right. it's a hard thing to do because... It's because you feel like you're... Well, you feel like you should just take anything and any... You know, right. But, but the thing of it is, is that there's somebody else out there that's going to be a rock star at that. Right. And if that's not your thing, don't do it. Don't try to be PC. Right. Do the right thing and just tell the truth. Exactly. You know? Because otherwise you'll fail and everybody yeah, and, will and pay for it. the one who suffers it. is the kid. You know, and you'll suffer too, but the, the child suffers. Right. Which you know? is, that's what we're all about is right. the child it should be. And so with all of that said, I saw, you know, they came into care when Emma was born and I saw her papers, uh, discharge papers from the hospital, and I said to myself, this is a lesson to me. Yeah. Because if I, at that point, had gotten a call for that baby, I would have felt that maybe... You wouldn't be able to handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. And what God was telling me at that point is... And the irony is that she's probably the easiest. And she's probably the smartest. Right. Like she's so smart yeah. and she's so, I mean, the progress she's made and she's just like, she's, she's wonderful. Mm. She's probably one of the- She's definitely, I mean, all three kids are a miracle, but but looking at, uh, like I was Where she came from. Yeah, like we thought that they had been in four homes. Right. Turned out we're their 10th home. Right. 10th. Right. Katie's uh, four now. They've been with us for a year. A year since they've been back, yeah. Yeah. And so she's four, Emma's three. This is their 10th placement, their 10th home. Right. And and so you think of that and just that in itself because they, they what the, the rule of thumb is for every disruption, they call it when they move a child from one home to another, they call that a disruption. So for every disruption, it sets the child's development back a year. Mm-hmm. And, and so you look at these kids and then you look at what Emma had so going on, right. right? you know, and even Katie, you know, you look at them and it's just like, oh my gosh. Right. You know, the, I mean, there's, there's, this is nothing short of a miracle. I, I will never forget um, when they came to us the first time in uh, March, 2018. So they came to us in March, 2018. So basically two, almost two years ago mm -hmm. and they, they were gone for four months and then they came back. So, in the past two years, they were gone for four months. But when they came to us, Katie was two and three quarters. Like she, it was March, she, she would turn three in June. And she she looked at me and she goes, is your name mommy? <laughs> like the death, my she's dad- She's been down that road so many times. Just so, just like my dad, he cried and cried and cried like he can still not get over that story yeah because if you think about what that child must have gone through that it's just a label yeah there's no emotion attached to no. it it's like okay then it's, if i need your milk rank? what's or, your rank right <laughs> your name rank and serial number right and then you look at her now yeah and her empathy and kindness and very attached just love for all things and mm -hmm. you know all that she's overcome and it's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so the class that I took on Monday and mm -hmm. Tuesday, it's called TBRI and it's trauma-based relation intervention. And mm -hmm. so it's about healing the brain from trauma. 
and it's i'm not even going to get into it but i'm going to say something that it stuck with me mm -hmm. and it it's it only takes one person one connection one connection yeah to heal a child's brain and, and this is the thing if you're fascinated by this kind of stuff and and we're, we're not going to get into it in this show we're certainly not experts i would love to have a guest on this show that is an expert in this but uh, brain plasticity is it's not a new thing it's relatively new you know it was believed at one point in time that the brain can't be healed can't be changed can't anything and the truth is is you know it's the opposite at any age it can't yeah, at any yeah. age it can't and and so uh <clears throat> we've done a lot of research on this in, in you and I have mm -hmm. for the past eight nine years. Mm -hmm. uh, my grandson has autism, mm -hmm. and uh, and so we wanted to learn everything we could. And then now becoming foster parents, uh, especially you, you have just really bore into this thing and learned everything you can. And, and I was one of those guys that uh, you know I, I've never believed in. I never believed in, in striking a child. Right. You know, it didn't do much for me. Right. You know, it didn't make me a better person. Right. Uh, and so I just never felt that, you know, I always felt it okay. The minute you hit a kid, you know, if they, if the infraction becomes worse, you have to escalate. Right. And at what, what point are you going to do? Yeah. What point does it become abuse? And, and, and also, you know, at what point does it just become you venting on this kid? And, mm -hmm. and so I've never believed in doing that. You know, I don't believe in, you know, um, spanking spanking or, kids yeah. and stuff like that i think there's a lot of other ways to do it you know mm -hmm. uh, like my daughter never spanked her never mm -hmm. ever did and and uh, there was never a need to because you could talk to her and it's the same thing with these kids right you build that relationship with them but the more you understand about their brain um the more you understand how to deal with them what their capabilities are and how to get what you need them to do yeah or not do yeah, uh, it's it's actually I won't say it's simple. The 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 education is is it's a complex process to learn all this stuff, mm -hmm. but to actually execute it and do it, it's actually very very simple and it's so easy and it's so peaceful and there's no stress and right. you know you came back from that course day one, we sat in a coffee shop, Elaine watched the kids and yeah. we talked about what you learned. Mm -hmm. I came home and applied those principles that night and the next day because I was babysitting, and it was like a hundred percent difference. It's incredible. It was incredible. Yes. Like it was an instant change in these kids and how they did things. And, and it was just this wonderful, peaceful place. And, you know, Katie is the, she's the oldest. She's very smart, very manipulative, very, you know, this, her survival techniques. Right. right? And, uh, and I actually stumped her. Right. <laughs> where she just, okay, I'll just sit here and do this then. You know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. and so, and so it's, uh, Learning this stuff, if you want to, I, I think this is the one thing I would say, anybody, if you want to be a parent, period, don't blow this stuff off. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, is I think it's just a standard thing when you have kids that you just do, you know, your mother's there, she's going to help you and you do what your mother did. Yes. Right. Well, we don't do that with anything else. Right. You know, we look for the most modern method to fix our car or the most modern method to communicate with uh, somebody. You know, we don't fax anybody anymore because our mother did, right? right. Nobody handwrites a letter, you know. <clears throat> but when we're raising children, we tend to fall back on, on old on old methods that have been handed down from generation to generation. I'm not saying those are all bad, mm -hmm. but there is new research. There is new technology. When my parents were visiting just a month ago, they kept saying, 
you know, I wish that back in the day we knew more. Right. Like they, that's what they they're kept seeing, saying. They're seeing the results. The kids evolve. Yes. yes. Every time they come and they're seeing how you and I work with the kids. Right. And get them to do what they, what they, what we need them to do. Right. right. And, and in our case, you know, our kids are all traumatized and, you know, Katie and Emma very much so. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, <laughs> You can't, you know, raising your voice is not just raising your voice to them. It's right. it's a whole other thing. It's a trigger. Right? Yeah. It's a trigger, and you and it just makes the problem ten times worse, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, learning this stuff, I would just say any parent that wants to be a parent, you're doing yourself a horrible disservice and your family a disservice if you don't spend time understanding the infant brain, the child's brain, and how mm-hmm. that early child brain. And there's great, great documentaries on Netflix. Take two hours out of your life. It'll, it'll change everything for you. Absolutely. And then if you want to do a deeper dive, um, probably they could reach out to you and you could send them some great resources. Sure, there, I but, can send a lot a lot of links. But I think, you know, if you get a dog or you get a fish, you know, you learn how to look look after the fish. If you or get you a should. dog, you learn how to look <laughs> after the dog, right? right? Why would you not do that for your kid? And it's not just changing diapers, but it's understanding the brain, their the brain, brain. Yep. and how their brain works, the different stages of development, <clears throat> uh, and and then how what they're capable of, and then how you can actually help shape that brain and help develop that brain. And it's really interesting. Actually, you just made me think of something. Today, I, was, uh, I went to... St- to the other side of town and I uh, met my sister at, at the gym and she just had a baby, he's four months. And so I was playing with him and you know, you, you do something with your mouth, like you blow zerbits or something and he's like studying it and trying to do it, right? Yeah. And then he pays attention and then he looks away. And then she said to me, she's like, you know why he looks away? Because he's processing it and thinking about it. And then when he comes back to you, he's ready for more. But when he looks away, you should actually give him a minute. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Like, so she's doing her research, you know, but things like that, that somebody has already studied that. Like you can just go and Google it and, and, and study it. And it's not some, like, I mean, back in the day, you know, there was, you know, I remember in the seventies, everybody had a method, somebody's trying to sell books, right? No, 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 This isn't, this isn't what this is. This is neurology. Right. And it's the study, the science of neurology. It's science, yes. And, and how that affects behaviors and kids all the way up to adults and on. Right. And so it's, uh, yeah, highly, highly recommended. Absolutely. Sorry, this isn't a really upbeat, positive, happy, <laughs> giggle, giggle podcast. No, the positive is that in the next 45 days, we'll be at the courthouse. Yeah. Sometime between now and 45 days, apparently, which, we're going to be. Which in. is blowing my mind because I think, you know, we've been at this foster parenting thing for a little over three years and you become very skeptical and so i think nothing moves fast nothing if moves they say fast. it's gonna take a month you're, right. in, you're in for at least six seven months so i'm like the, yeah the 45, girls were only gonna be sure. here two weeks the first yeah. time and they were here seven months exactly. right exactly <laughs> you know two years later we're yeah. adopting them yeah but um so yesterday the the adopt adoption adoption worker came over and uh, we signed the papers and she's like oh you'll be hearing from the adoption attorney i'm like yeah, sure. <laughs> and today they call me. They call you, yeah. So they call me and they're like, oh, this is the adoption attorney. So um, you're changing their last names, right? I, what's the middle name? And I'm like, 
Oh my gosh. We haven't talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to call you back. And I'm way too fast. I've been, you know, out all day with the kids and I didn't feel like this is something I want to talk about over the phone. And I, I actually text you. Exxon, Exxon, Texaco. That's (laughs) exactly. I don't know. And so I'll have to call her back tomorrow, but we haven't decided on their middle names. And there's so many things. That. Are we going to hyphenate the, the last names? Are we going to have two last names? Like yeah. you and I don't share the same one. And right. It all became so real, right? right? And so there you go. You're going to, you're hearing all this fresh. Like yeah. this is you're not. before a family does, okay? Exactly. <laughs> I think you have, have you told your mom and dad? I told my mom, yes. Okay, good, good. No, I didn't. I don't I feel me. so bad. No. no, no, no. I told my, and my sister was there, so she knew, right? You got to tell your brothers. So, yeah, I'll send a- They don't listen to the podcast anyway. I'll so send a right. WhatsApp message. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? Three in the morning there now. Yeah. It would be great. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's great news, and we're going to- They told us we can invite whoever we want. Yeah. So, so are you going to post on Facebook? I don't know. Should we <laughs> just, just bomb the courthouse, right? Can you imagine? A couple of buses pull up. That would be awesome. All our Facebook friends. No, what they told us is that it's so anticlimactic because you, you know, you've been at this for so long and then you go in and it's, it's like, like 10, ten, ten, ten yeah, minutes, you're gone. You're right? done. Yeah. But hey, we'll have those pictures and memories. I want to vlog today. So. I want to videotape it. And we have to plan oh, some sort of to. a party. And, oh, I know. Right. Now it's like. Oh my gosh, like we got to, this is a big deal. Then this we're is figure like out how we're going to explain to them what's going on because Emma, Katie, right. I think will get it, but I don't know if Emma will. Yeah. And then Jesse's feelings are going to be hurt because he's not. Right. We're going to have to do something where we, you know, just we, have a party and just, we include, yeah, all yeah. of them. It, the thing is, is that they don't know that they are not good lads. Right. Right. Because when we go to the gym, we just use our last name. So it makes Reminds it easier. Reminds me when I was adopted. That's right. <laughs> I was Tell eight years story. old. Okay. So I'm eight years old and my mom and, and my adopted father, Ralph Goodlad, they, they come over and they hand me this document and they're all, you know, having this emotional moment like that. And they hand me this document and they say, you know, okay, now your name is going to legally change forevermore, you know, and this is a great moment. You and know? he had been your dad well, since you were two, I, right? I only knew myself as Terry Goodlad. Right. Right. I didn't know I was actually Terry Braxted, you know, I didn't know that. So anyway, <clears throat> so I'm reading through this thing and like I was eight years old, so I'm reading and it says here by this and here by that and here by that. And I thought, oh my God, they're changing my name to Herbie. <laughs> So I thought it was going to be Herbie Goodlad. So I started crying, right? And they're going, oh, it's so sweet, you know? And I'm going, screw that. I don't want to be called Herbie Goodlad. They're going to beat the crap out of me at school. So I went to school the next day, right? I'm not saying nothing to anybody, right? right? Everybody still called me Tara. I think, okay, this is all right. Maybe if they don't find out, I'll be okay. <laughs> and I never said a word. You're kidding. No, I told my mom when I was an adult. When did you realize that, like, that they actually did I just kind of forgot it after a while, but yeah. I was just terrified for, you know, a long time that right. they, you know, the word would get out that my new name was Herbie Goodlad, oh right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's the thing with them. Like, they right. are so little yeah. that, you know, they don't they don't get it. They, they don't know their last names. Actually, you know, Emma was born under a, a different they name. They both have different last names, yeah. Yeah, and Emma had a different first name. And she came to us, somebody else changed it and it's a long story, but um, so I was, I had a doctor's appointment 
and they were, they said the other name and Katie picked up because you know Emma and Jesse are too little and she's like who is that I'm like oh don't worry about it because I wasn't going <laughs> to go into that right right then and there and yeah. there was a lot going on but one day you know they will know of course like right. their whole history but when they can right, understand it when they can understand it yeah exactly so we're about to you know make it official yeah make it official we'll do a vlog we'll we'll put it on youtube and we'll announce it and we'll do another podcast and maybe we'll have the kids come here and say a word or two that would be awesome wouldn't that be fun that would be so we awesome we should do it uh tomorrow's valentine's day when you're hearing this is valentine's day we are we've never really done anything on valentine's day have we you know remember our engagement <laughs> yeah but it, we we got engaged and i wanted to do it on valentine's day and then it ended up we were had to go to la and then yeah. we got stuck on the freeway and it just didn't work out so we had i i proposed on the 15th the 15th so yeah. we've always celebrated that instead right. of valentine's day right but tomorrow we are celebrating valentine's day in tomorrow our own we are. special little way we're going down to the studio and we're going to do, we'll a, do photo a photo shoot. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's our fun little thing. So. Well, cause we haven't done one in so long and now you have your new studio. And it's all so exciting. So we've got to pick out wardrobe and I know I can't wait. Elaine's going to do your makeup and she's going to watch the kids. Might be the longest photo shoot I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might yeah. last for a Elaine, couple of days. We're really not getting we're, the we're shot. On roll. We're on a roll <laughs> yeah. though. I think I can feel it. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I want to wish everybody a happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I didn't mention it at the beginning of the show. This show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. And there is still, even on Valentine's Day, there's still yeah. a Valentine's Day special. It's the BOGO. Buy one. Get, get one half off. Get one half off of equal or lesser value, right? That's right. Right. And you don't, have, you don't need a special code. You just go to the site and do it. So blessedbodywear.com. Uh, also by Silver Bullet Anti-Aging, Susie Bell. She's uh, changed our Change life. our lives. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my goodness. No, I actually, on that note, if you're a woman and I'm, you, I'm not. you're not, you talk, you talk about your man stuff. I'm going to talk about <laughs> <the> women because <laughs> I was just talking to a friend of mine. And, you know, if you're in your 40s and you feel really really tired and you're not functioning and everybody's blaming on your career and your kids and blah 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 i had my hair falling and i had like i was doing all this vitamins and stuff and then the only thing you had going for you was me face it <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and Susie bell changed it all well then she got all my hormones in yeah. check mm -hmm. and you know don't go to your doctor. They don't know anything. No. They you need to go to a person that does that yes, specifically. Yes, is a specialist because you go to your doctor and it, he or she's going to say, oh, you're within, within the levels. And it's like, no, they don't know anything. You got to go to a hormone. <laughs> they don't. They Anna, don't. Anna's picking a fight now. I she's am one so drink mad because... One drink and she's picking no, a fight. No, because for two years, no, I, I tried say, to I get that under control and everybody's right. like, oh, you have kids. You they have just kids. just blow it off. Yes. <clears throat> and you went to Susie and she pointed out the problem right away, solved the problem. And really within a couple of weeks, it was night and day difference for you. Night and day. Like yeah. my, my weight, you know, is not, I wasn't, and that's the whole thing. I wasn't overweight, but I, I know myself if I'm working out and I'm eating right and nothing's happening, 
something's wrong. Yeah. You know, if you don't have enough energy to get out en- of bed. The energy thing was the biggest thing because you, you, yes. you had no energy. No. I was dragging and you myself. Get kind of everything's kind of glum, and yeah. you're always super happy and like that. And it's right. just a hormonal thing. And you got that sorted out now, and it's just boom, right back to look at me go like a twenty year old. <laughs> look at me go <laughs> leaping over fences and chasing cars. Chasing oh, hold it, that's kids. the dogs. That's the dogs. <laughs> anyway, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, we really enjoy doing these podcasts. If you uh, enjoy, please subscribe. We're going to be back in a couple of days with another episode of Good Light Unscripted, the podcast. Awesome.